Hello, Sober Town, and welcome to the Sober Town podcast. I am Polly, and this is your two for one bargain day. Like I say, I am Polly, and on the train with me is Karina. Hello, Karina. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm tired. I've got to admit, though, I am tired. Mr. Mr. Polly woke up at 3.30 this morning, so, oh. yeah, um, yes, so it's uh, it's already been a full day, and I know you're already on a full day because of your time zone, but how are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not so bad. I'm, I'm tired too. Yes, it's obviously a tired week, really, so lots and lots going on. Yeah. Um, before we get cracking on a subject, uh, we just want to remind people, SoberTownPodcast.com. If you go to the website, you will find all the resources that can help you with uh, working your way through the sober journey. There are blogs. There's a lot of information that one of our friends, Todd, has done. There's the uh, podcasts, which are also across a lot of the platforms that broadcast podcasts. And there's um, stories, etc., books. So please visit SoberTownPodcast.com for your one-stop shop. And Karina and I this week are going to be talking about, and it was a subject that came up for me, which I felt was important, is honesty. Mm. Yeah. Um, And when I say honesty, I mean looking in the mirror and being honest with yourself, um, but not self-flagellation, which... That's not honesty. That's beating yourself up. There's nothing yeah. honest in beating yourself up, is there? No. And I loved it when you chose this topic because um, one of the things for me is, is I'm a really honest person. In fact, I once had a boss that said to me, Karina, sometimes you're too honest. And I'm like, how can you be too honest? You know, because just the truth and the facts are, are there. And I, I guess I grew up with that um what was it my nan used to say? Oh, uh, what a tangled web, web we weave when at first we practice to deceive. Mm-hmm. And I think through life, I learned very much that, yeah, when you tell fibs and lies, you just get yourself in a right old pickle <laughs> and get yourself all tangled up. And with a, a dotty pot memory like mine, you know, if I tell the truth, I know what I said and I can remember what, is, what I've said. So being honest um, has always been a really big thing for me. And I, I, I don't tolerate... Um, people who lie very well but oh my goodness what a tangled web I weaved at the end of my drinking Mm -hmm. and my alcohol because that turned me into one big fat sneaky liar yeah my mom used to always say she said um she said I can tolerate a thief she said I know where I am with a thief she said but I never know where I am with a liar no because once someone lies to you you're never quite sure if they're ever going to tell you the truth again and um, uh, there was the expression that a liar's got to have a really good memory. Yeah. And it's just not worth it. And one of the things um, I, I found, because as usual, we pick it up, there's a topic and I go <laughs> delving <laughs> and deep, digging down. And it comes from the big book, as we know, that's AA. And neither one of us go to AA, but when... I've gone along this journey recently. I'm finding such a correlation between the journey and what I'm discovering and some of the principles of AA from other people who are in AA, et cetera. And this 
comes from the big book. And honesty and sobriety is much more than just stopping the lies that you tell. And from the big book comes those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not give themselves to this simple program, usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves, meaning unless you're totally honest with yourselves, you cannot recover. Um, Brutal honesty, honesty. I mean, there's brutal honesty sometimes, like you say, there's, there's such a thing as being too honest. But you have to be honest. And like you say, towards the end, it was a life of deceit. Mm. Yeah, and, I, and that led to me hating myself even more because there was I saying, oh, I can't tolerate liars and I hate lying. And I was being the biggest liar to myself and to everybody else you know you lie initially that you haven't got a problem it's okay that you can get a grip on it that you've got control and then there you are sort of you know with your supposed glass of lemonade with your mm-hmm. gin in it or whatever you know and you're sneaking drinks um or you've got bottles hidden you're taking a nip here and there um and you, you know and disguising the amount that you're drinking um from and, and deceiving yourself and everybody else at the same time and that's a horrible horrible place to be and the pressure the unbelievable pressure that you put on yourself telling these lives living this this life of deceit um you're constantly putting yourself under pressure because you've constantly got to keep thinking did i have enough alcohol in the house did i tell them i hadn't had a drink or did i tell them i had a drink you know it's this conversation that goes on in your head all the time your brain is never quiet And the one thing we've said many, many times, and we hear other people say it, is once you decide to get honest with yourself and totally admit that you have no control over alcohol, the relief to your mind is unbelievable Mm. because you don't have to think about all the excuses Um, You don't have to think of ways that you can fit in that extra drink. Can I sneak one? Can I sneak an extra one? Will they realize how much I've drunk? You know, and what time have I got to get up tomorrow morning? Can I sneak in another drink tonight? You know, Will they come out to the kitchen and find catch me pouring it? Yeah, all sorts of things like that. And um, it's... Honesty is, according to to some of the stuff I've read, it's the biggest player in recovery. And it's a a moral characteristic. And we do, here we go again, me going back to the big book, moral inventory, those are part of the 12 steps. And when you're doing your moral inventory, you're actually dealing with honesty. And one of the things I admired listening to some of the people in AA is they get into this routine Mm. of at the end of the day, examining their day and doing an inventory of the day. So every day they are keeping themselves honest because it's not just honesty about your drinking. You've got to be honest about everything in your life. Yeah. 
you know, your feelings. You have to be honest in your feelings, etc. You and I have both started this conversation off this today with we're tired. Mm. You know, we're both tired. Um, recovery is hard work. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a constant education all the time. So you're learning. While it's a wonderful life, it's a great life. It's a happy life. Yeah. It's still it's tiring emotionally. Hmm. And, you know, what I was just thinking as well when you were just talking there about honesty, about being honest with ourselves. I think that is one of the key things, isn't it, about deciding that I've got, I've got to stop. I've got a problem. Enough is enough. We suddenly become really honest with ourselves. But one of the hardest things then is that other people around us, especially old drinking buddies and companions, will try to possibly convince us that we don't have a problem that there isn't anything wrong so we're trying to be honest and be honest and out there and other people are actually starting to question our honesty so I think it takes a lot of strength to navigate mm-hmm. around around that and to and stay authentic to ourselves yeah so we, we decide to be honest with ourselves and um say you know that we've got a problem and we're going to stop and we're going to give up and then other people try and convince us that actually we don't have a problem so it takes a lot of strength and bravery, I think, to keep authentic to ourselves and stay true to ourselves and keep moving forwards with what we believe to be right, what we know to mm-hmm. be right, um, and to keep that honesty going. Because it would be very easy. It's very easy, isn't it, to get convinced otherwise? Oh, yeah, because uh, we've got an addiction, you know, well, a dependency, an addiction. You can call it whatever you want. Um, at the end of the day, we abused alcohol. It doesn't matter whether you call yourself an alcoholic, an alcohol dependent, um, an addict. It, it, it all boils down to the same thing. You know, yeah. we abused alcohol. And it, one of the articles, um, it said that addicts rely on self-deception and denial in order to keep abusing. And it goes to this delusional thinking, doesn't it? Because we... We think we've got control. Mm. We think we think we're 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 being wonderful people. We, you know, delusional thinking, and then you, you, it is all. It's all an illusion. It's all smoke and mirrors until we become honest with ourselves. But there are some reasons uh, for dishonesty and recovery. Um, fear fear that some people fear the consequences of their actions and so lie to protect themselves even in recovery you know if you've if you've done something really really bad during your time abusing are you going to get do you carry on lying to protect yourself mm-hmm. um yeah, and, and some people as well, you know, it, it's sometimes it's the stuff we've done before we started drinking or before we started getting hooked completely or abusing because that's why we've drunk is to bl- block out and cover up, mm-hmm. you know, some of our history and some of our past. And obviously when we stop drinking and put down the bottle, all of that has to be dealt with, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're not honest in your recovery, you run the risk of a trigger. Yeah. You know, you run the yeah. risk of triggering, you know, you because you're not honest with your feelings. And we know that we um, 
we become extremely honest with our feelings uh, because we start feeling things we never felt before. So mm-hmm. we become extremely honest in our feelings. And yeah. when you have the craving, if you have the craving, you have to be totally honest. Um, the act, halt, pause, any of these can help you not lie to yourself. Those are the tools that you can use that help you stop lying to yourself because I, I have to look in the mirror and I have to say to myself, you did well today, you didn't drink. That's my first honest line or get up in the morning and say, you didn't drink yesterday, so that's a good one. Well done. You know, it's, it's being honest with myself about my um, staying sober. But then I have to be honest about when things are too much because we, we, we've masked so much for so long, it becomes a habit. And we've lied not just about our alcohol, but we've lied about our feelings when we've been upset, when we've been tired. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. No, I'm not tired. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. So there's more to, to recovery than just being honest about uh, alcohol addictions. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's something I'm finding now. It's about identifying the feelings, looking at my triggers, knowing where and what's happening. And I think for many years I drank to block and to cope in, in a kind of roundabout way because I drank to block my emotions and I could cope with all the, the madness of my life, really, um, which, you know, can be a hundred mile an hour at times. And that's something that I've had to over the last few days or last week, really look at my, myself really and be really honest with myself and accept the fact that just recently I've been juggling far too much um, emotionally and physically um, and dealing with an awful lot lot of things and in some ways you know I one of the things about with nursing with mental health nurse is or any sort of nursing I guess is that when you're caring for others when you're nursing or doing therapy with other people you don't have to look at your own stuff because you're invested in helping everybody else with theirs and I guess kind of over the last week I've come to the conclusion I've, I've been doing that a little bit with my sobriety Mm-hmm. in that you know I'm, I'm doing the I'm Sober app I'm doing quite a lot of podcasts so I'm I'm doing the ladies groups and actually I, what I'm doing is, is running in trying to save everybody else again I've got that big atlas on my shoulder um, you know trying to save the world um, and actually I'm not looking after my own my own emotional and physical health um, because that's on top of my day-to-day life and a lot of my day-to-day life is actually not being lived it's being skirted around it's not I'm not involved in my day-to-day life with the people that are here present right in front of me because I'm too busy doing everything else Um, and of course in doing that as well I managed to avoid some of my own emotions and feelings yeah um because um you get so busy your mind gets so busy it's not just your physical health that that struggles it's your mental health because then i had an incident a couple of weeks ago 
And I managed to, I was lucky, I managed to identify it was the way I was feeling was because I was tired. Mm. So I was able to pull back pretty quickly, which is only something that comes the longer you stay sober, you start recognizing things and you start being a lot more truthful with yourself. Um, Because honesty, like we say, is more than just being honest about your addiction. Honesty allows you to heal. And when you're honest that you're feeling tired, you can allow yourself to take a rest. Yeah. You know, you can, you can say, okay, I'm tired. I have to look after me. And it's uh, the old on the airplane. You know, we do that. Um, put your own face mask on first mm. so that you can help others. You know, you you're supposed to put your own oxygen mask on first before you help anyone else. So we reach a point along this journey where we have to stop and put our own oxygen mask on or our own life belt, whatever you want to call it, and stop throwing them out to everybody else because we're quickly running out of oxygen masks and life belts. Um, so. <laughs> and we're just we're drowning. Analogy. We're sounds, drowning. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we do. Um, And we know on this journey that when you deplete the tank, that's when you become extremely vulnerable Mm -hmm. and the triggers start kicking in if you're not careful. I'm lucky. I was just going to say, do you know what, as well, since I've noticed this, the last week or so, I just having loads of drinking dreams, loads of dreams. You know those dreams when you wake up and you don't know, you're not necessarily about drinking, but about anything. You wake up and you think, did that really happen? And it takes you a good few minutes to know whether, was that a dream or was that something I really did yesterday? <laughs> and yeah, and I've been actually having every night drinking dreams. So I've had one or two drinks. And I've had to wake up, but did that really happen? Oh, my gosh. And the anxiety around that. And actually, last night as well, I had a dream that I was walking. I'd lost all my clothes. <laughs> Not a very nice vision for the listeners. Good job you can't I mean, see me. Yeah. God, no, that's not anything <laughs> you want from me either. <laughs> I, I was walking through this crowd covering my my breasts and you know mother hand was over my undercarriage bits and I was walking naked through all these people trying to find my clothes and I'm like oh my gosh this is you know I'm obviously feeling very vulnerable yes and very exposed and very on the edge at, at the moment and I need to do something about about that so it's 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 a case of becoming honest with the fact that you're tired yeah and and one of the other things I I realized was because I think it was yesterday morning or the morning before I I can't remember but I decided that I'm going to come off of IAS and the ladies group for a little while and this morning when I woke up it was like my normal five o'clock I rolled over and went back to sleep because what I realized I'm doing is usually when I wake up at five o'clock I'm getting out of bed every day so that I can go and catch up with all the ladies groups of all the I am sober. So then by the time Andy wakes up, I'm off my phone. So I'm actually getting out of bed at five o'clock in the morning to spend four hours on my phone to connect with everybody else instead of getting my own sleep. And that is, that is a, a recipe for disaster because 
the one thing we say is we build new habits in sobriety. And one of the things we treasure that we never used to is our sleep. And when you start losing your sleep, you're not at 100%. And like you say, four hours just trying to give to other people before you even give to yourself for the day. That's that's the point of uh, time to take a break. That's the point of where I have to get absolutely honest with myself and take a break. It's like when you look in the mirror and you make that decision, I've got to stop drinking. It's just having that sudden moment of clarity and being so totally honest with yourself and say, it stops. It stops now. If we can do that, then we can, you can do this. You can stop. You are going to, we will let people know. Karina is going to be taking a break. We are going to put the train car in the side in for a little, for a couple of weeks and let Karina have a, she's going canamming again. So she's going on vacation. So um, yes, so that, that will be happening, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, I have to, I find that the more honest I am in my sobriety, the happier I am. If, if, if someone now says to me, if Dan, Dan is my husband, and if he says to me, are you okay? I can say, well, no. Whereas before it would be, yeah, I'm fine. Mm. You know, leave me alone. Uh, because we become so isolated in our addiction, our dependency, that we don't want anybody else in there with us because then they can see our faults and our flaws. So um, that, I think that's some of why we isolate, isn't it? Because we don't want other people in there seeing what we are doing. Um, but when you become honest in your um, recovery, you do a lot of self-examination as we've done with a lot of these podcasts and that they've helped me immensely learn such a lot from other people that, I find the more honest I am, the more relaxed I get in this. I don't know about you. When you, when you figure something like out, like you just figured out that you've been giving so much to other people, you're neglecting yourself. When you reach that decision that you're going to step back, how did you feel? At the moment, sitting talking to you, I actually feel quite sick about it. I've got my solar plexus going. I feel quite screwed up because listen to what you said just now. I'm thinking it, it is all very true in the fact that usually when I was working, if I took a two week vacation or holiday, that would be it. The phone would go off. Everything would go off. I would not do any work at that time. Even though I'm going on a nearly three week holiday, can arming. I've already booked in, which I'm going to cancel after this. I've already booked mm-hmm. in one, two, three, four, five, six, well, four extra podcasts on top of our usual ones. So I need yeah. to go back. You know, actually, do you know what? This can wait. <laughs> I'm going to take a holiday. <laughs> if you That's want to go speak to anybody else, and you can go speak to any of the other hosts if you want to, you know, I'm not going to be precious about that. Um, or you can wait for me to come back from holiday because. Um, I'm still getting myself, you know, in a, I was just saying to Mandy earlier, I'll go on holiday, but in amongst all this, I've got to fit in these podcasts. 
and actually I'm going off grid a bit so it's potentially that I'm not going to have a good reception I'm going to be walking around them fields again trying to That's find it. a good reception. um so I think yeah I'm going to have to I'm going to have to message people I after think, this podcast yeah. and go I'm actually going on holiday <laughs> we are going to well I can uh, anybody who wants good to say yeah. that Anybody who wants to come and ride the train temporarily is more than welcome to until Karina gets back off her vacation. And if we were working, we would be entitled to a vacation. You know, it's it's no different. Everybody needs downtime. And there's another way of being honest with yourself. I'm tired. I need downtime. And trying to accommodate so many other people and neglecting ourselves is not being honest. It's no, not it's being not. honest. We're not being honest with our emotions. We're not being honest with our time. And there are other people in our lives that um, we are not there for them. So we're not being honest with them, are we? Because there's too many distractions. Like you say, you're getting up really early in order to be finished before Andy gets up. So in other words, you're deceiving Andy because you're sneaking out of bed, which is, here we go, sneaky in order to do this so that you can be there for him when he gets up. So there's a little bit of sneaky in there, isn't there? It's, 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 it's a strange thing to say, but do you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) Does that. So really and truly when you sneak out of bed every morning, it's being dishonest with Andy because you are being sneaky in order to accommodate other people. I know you and I are givers. We really do give to, and we we want to help so many women, but I think you and I are reaching a point where we realize, you know, we love these ladies absolutely to bits and we will give as much as we can, but we're reaching a point where we're having to come to grips with, we're being dishonest with the people we live with. Yeah. Um, I mean, Andy is aware that I sneak out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Um, but then what happens is that, that I'm tired then later in the day. So then when he's up and around, I, I'm either needing to have a little sleep or I'm really grouchy because I have been really grouchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not sticking to my maintenance plan for me, for my fibromyalgia and my physical and mental health. I have to get good sleep. I have to get my rest. I've also been coming off my own antidepressant, well, not coming off, but I've reduced my antidepressant medication a little bit. So I'm going to be a bit grouchy now. So I need to be doing everything possible um, to, uh, to look after myself. And, I, and I've on, if I'm looking at that honestly now, I haven't been doing that. And that's mm-hmm. something now that I'm having to, as you say, look in the mirror, stare myself in the face and go, actually, Karina, you need to sort yourself out. You stop drinking, you know, you've worked on it, you're working hard, but you're working on everybody else's problems, not your own. (laughs) I know that we gain enlightenment from other people and what their struggles are. Uh, It's all information to us, but at some point we have to do self-care because it's the one thing that that everybody in recovery, self-care becomes important. And you have to be more than honest about your dependency you have to be like you just said look in the mirror and say well honestly you're not really looking after yourself properly are you 
you are not doing the self-care. You, you personally have got a lot of health issues that you manage. But in order to live a fulfilling life, a happy life, you have to be honest and take care of yourself. Um, if, you to, if you were to do an inventory, which I've heard some people in AA talking about, if you were to do an inventory at night when you, went, when you go to bed, part of your being honest with yourself is, well, I was actually grumpy with Andy, but that was because I was not being fair because I didn't take enough time for sleep, um, you know, different things like that. So uh, if you do an inventory of the day, you can probably sit there and think, okay, what can I do different? Well, for you to do something different for yourself means you have to give yourself a chance to heal and recover and get your strength and sleep. Sleep. Yeah. I need to sleep. Yeah, and stop and stop looking after me and stop running around and looking after everybody else. Let let other people take responsibility for themselves. Stop rescuing. Um, you know, and, and give and honestly, give other people the credit that they can look after themselves and it will be okay, you know. And I'm talking about Andy and people in my life now because I run around after them as well, you know. But yes. <laughs> they need to stand on their own. <laughs> so yeah, and if, if we want to be honest with ourselves, the honest, backtrack, Paula, if we are honest with ourselves, we want a good life. And the only way we can have the good life is to look in the mirror, like you said, and say, well, honestly, I need to take care. Because, excuse my French, sobriety is a mindfuck. There's a lot that goes on between the ears in sobriety. And I had this conversation yesterday. A lot of sobriety takes, takes place within your own head. You've got, that's where all the work, well, most of the work occurs is in the head because it's, it, it's, it's our mind that lets us down a lot of the time. And when we're tired, the mind lets us down. Yeah, And it gives us drinking dreams or someone had a, a, you know, a dream today about um, welcoming children back to school and they just kept coming and coming and coming and coming. <laughs> not enough chairs for the kids. So little things like this that um, maybe the mind telling us different stuff. But um, this here says if people do not value honesty then they will not put much effort into living a life that is built upon it. So we're building our life on being honest with ourselves. So we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to know that we're living the best life possible. We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about an up and coming trip because you are going to switch off. Ladies and gentlemen, we will talk in a moment with Karina about the up and coming trip and things that are going to be happening for the next two or three weeks. Well, hello, guys in Sober Town. Karina and I are still on the train. Not for much longer, though, because our, our pal Karina is going off on a, a well-earned sabbatical. 
uh, on her Bumblebee Can-Am. And um, anyone who wants to follow her can find her on Instagram. What's the handle on Instagram, Karina? It's Can-Am Girl UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know if it's much a sabbatical. <laughs> it's going to be very, very busy. <laughs> but we are looking forward to it. We are it's a sabbatical from Sobertown. Um, it is a sabbatical from Sobertown, yeah, definitely. And um, just time with Andy and I and the, and the bikes on the road. And um, yeah, it's good. We had that little test run of six days before and we've learned quite a lot from that. Um, so we've planned ahead. We've booked all our trips for just, just under three weeks now. Um, and we've got some really fun things to do. And we're starting um, on this Thursday, actually. We're going to go to Bletchley Park where mm-hmm. the Enigma Code um, yes. was broken. So really looking forward to that. And then we're staying near there that night. Um, so that would be a really good sort of thing to start with, you know, really good thing of interest. Um, and then we're going, we're heading down to Portsmouth and we're joining up with some people that I've met from Instagram who have got Can-Ams and they're all getting on the ferry but I'm going now as well. Um, we're getting on the ferry and, and Andy on his bike. We're going on Saturday on the ferry to the Isle of Wight, going around the Isle of Wight and coming back. On the Sunday, I'm meeting the lovely I Must for some lunch. Oh, gosh, I can't wait to hear. Yeah. yeah. If you could, so if you could, if you could do a little, yeah, it might be worth <laughs> to seeing if you two can do a little recording, just even if it's only a 15, 20-minute one, it would be quite nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah. yeah. Um, and... You and I, we both give a lot to this because we value um, giving back to the community. Um, it's part of recovery is is paying it forward, paying it back, whichever way we you know we see um, and passing on things that we've learned to other people. But it gets exhausting at times. But um, it's more while we you get physically tired due to your limitations, but this is actually like I just said before the break, this, a lot of this is in your head. So we do get extremely mentally tired because we give from the time we get up until the time we go to bed most days. Yeah. And you were going to do some podcasts, but now you're not going to do them. You're going to give yourself a complete break. You and Andy time. So you and Andy are actually going on vacation. And yes, Anyone who would like to podcast, I will put my email at the at the end of this. And um, it's like, like Karina said earlier, it's not forever. It's for a couple of weeks. So things can wait unless anyone's got anything urgent. But we are, Karina is being extremely honest with herself in that she knows that in order to protect her sobriety, because we do go into protective mode with our sobriety, it's our little treasure we need to look after. And in order to protect her sobriety, she has to be totally honest with herself, same as the rest of us. So she's being honest in that she's tired. Am I correct? You are very correct. And um, I, I am tired. Um, physically and emotionally tired and and I'm also I'm also tired of always being on my phone Mm -hmm. and always being connected and always being available and actually I just want to 
be unavailable for a little while. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, and what's great on the, on that Sunday night, actually, the Monday night, we are literally staying in somewhere called the Wood House, oh, and it's cool. like a wood house, a wood shed at the end of someone's garden. By the looks of things, no running water. <laughs> um, so you know, we're gonna we'll probably be off grid then, so I don't think there will be any internet there at all um so so yeah i am being honest and i i want to just enjoy the moment i want to enjoy we, we've andy and i have even spoken about because i do do the can am girl uk and i am blogging on there but actually i'm just gonna set some time aside for an hour in the day maybe once a day just quickly upload photos and a short explanation not all the writing i have been mm -hmm. doing and if people want to go and explore more about where we've been then they can go on they can google it they can read it up themselves i don't have to give all the explanation i think nowadays with so much information on the internet um there's a lot at people's fingertips they you know and we delve uh, down a lot and seek our information and other people can do exactly the same as we do. If they've got, and it's the same with addiction. I mean, I just typed in um, honesty and sobriety and I can't tell you how many articles came up. Mm. On, you know, so anybody who wants to do any, you can type in your keywords and you can get anything you want on the internet because keywords are what are used. And once you start being honest with yourself, you remove a lot of conflict. Yeah. You decide in just a, a little bit ago that, no, you're not going to do those podcasts. You've taken a whole lot of pressure off yourself. You've removed a conflict. Yeah. Yeah, I've removed that conflict of conversation. You know that conversation we used yep. to have about, shall I have a drink? Shan't yep. I? Shall I have a drink? Shan't I? And, you know, shall I podcast? Shan't I? Should I actually have a real ping holiday? Pong, ping, pong, ping, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. And now it's like, well, it's gone. Yeah, that's it. We are going to have a holiday. And he's sitting in the background, nodding his head, smiling his head off, going, yes, we are going to go and have a holiday and take a break. So, and Andy, I am giving you two thumbs up, mate. <laughs> You get, and you, have, you get on that bike and you take her away for two weeks, three weeks, <laughs> however long it takes, because you will come back so refreshed with so much to talk about, you know, because this life we live in sobriety, when we're honest, is the best life ever. And yeah. you have to, and getting back to the honesty, if, if you want to keep yourself honest, keep a journal is another way of doing it, is to write a journal um, mm. of things that go on that you need to face. Um, the Being honest with yourself that alcohol can no longer play a part in your life. That is the biggest honesty thing because alcohol... While it's there, it's around me. I can't ignore it. It doesn't have to play a part in my life. Just me personally. It doesn't have to play a part in my mm. life. I'm not judging anybody else for what they do. Um, I'm just saying that in my life, alcohol doesn't play a part now. And that's as honest as I can get about it. I'm done with it. Do you know what? I'm going to start journaling. I'm going to start journaling. And I'm just going to do a quick tally of how many things I've done. I'm just going to do a quick tally number of 
what I think when I do something for other people in the day and I can have a separate column of what I've done for myself today and I'm mm. going to try over this next three weeks to make them at least even yeah I'm at least doing as much for myself as I'm doing for other people because I know for every 10 things that I do for other people I probably do one for myself and that needs to even up yeah and if you go to bed at night and you think about what you've done in the day today Mm. um the um there's not much in the cons column (laughs) 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 you see the pros well there is there's a lot in it um you know everybody has taken everything today and what have you given yourself yeah be honest what tell me now what have you given yourself today now I've given myself three weeks holiday there you go (laughs) (laughs) oh yes that's I mean that's being honest with your emotions uh your physical and your mental health because mental health is extremely important um and the more you practice honesty the easier it gets and the easier life gets because if you're not deceiving yourself, you're not deceiving other people, life is so much more simpler. We're not saying get brutally honest honest with other people. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about being honest with ourselves. We are the person we have to be honest with because whatever we do for us comes out and goes into the world. So if we're honest with ourselves, we'll deal honestly with other people around us you know and if you're not worried about what you've said what you've done then life is so much easier um yeah don't you you can steal from me but please don't lie to me because you know (laughs) I've stolen enough from myself actually I stole 20 years so and and I lied to myself for 20 years so I'm not going to do it anymore. But anyway, we're going to pull into the station. It's actually not a very long podcast for us because we do want our Karina to go away and have a good time and get well rested. So please take some time for yourself. Get well rested and we will see you when you get back, darling. Lovely. I look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> take care. Bye. Well, that's our Karina gone off on her bike for three weeks. Her little trike, actually bumblebee so uh we wish her well and like i say if there's anybody who would like to come on and be a guest host with myself on this train please let me know i will include my email at the end of this so i look forward to talking again with maybe a new person a new guest and also for following our karina on instagram on her can-am girl tour and to see her pictures when she gets together with her good friend, I must, at the weekend. So I would like to say bye for now, and we will catch up with you again some other time. So no sippy, no slippy, and put the bottle down. And in the words of Karina, not another drop, no matter what. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>